We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's June 5th, it's 2023. We have seven baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. It's good to be here and, uh, you know, talk about this late. And um, it's been a, a good and I've had a good past week. Um, just it, it's been a good week. So hopefully we can parlay that and helping some other people have a good week and uh, get rolling, kick the Monday off with some fire. Yeah, I mean, good weekend for me. Um, absolutely smash NASCAR. That's always a, a good way to come into the podcast. I'm in a lot better mood Sunday night when the last 20 laps don't go to crap. Um, so, yeah, very, very good weekend. Uh, hope everyone had a fantastic weekend, ready to get rolling here with uh, seven-game baseball slate. Will and I were talking before the show, and the pitching is, uh, we'll say interesting at best today. Um, I think that is the best way to put it. What's up, YouTube? Hope you all are having a fantastic Sunday night, enjoying the basketball game, and hanging out with us to talk some baseball. So let's get into it and get started here. We got a 640 start today. Hey, look, Will, they listen only when it's convenient, but they listen. How about Uh, that? I mean, who knows, right? (laughs) We got Detroit at Philadelphia, nine total in this game. The Phillies, a 230 favorite. Nola and Wentz facing (laughs) off against each other today. Any interest here in Joey Wentz going up against Philadelphia? No. I didn't even get my my tab switched um, from lines to 
Joey Wentz before the no came out. Um, that, that was a very fast no, but I do tend to agree. 5.25 xFIP, low strikeouts, uh, continues to struggle with command, really just can't get right-handed hitters out. I think Philly has enough righties in this lineup or can put enough left righties in this lineup. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to pass on Joey Wentz today. Aaron Nola on the other side of this game. It has definitely not been the Aaron Nola of old um, this season. He's had some rocky starts. I mean, he's really struggled here recently. It doesn't get much better than facing Detroit and being a right-handed pitcher. Nola, by far the chalkiest pitcher on the slate, no doubt about it. Uh, I think he's going to be everybody's SP1 today as far as just pure on projections and rankings. Will, talk me off of it. I know he has been bad, but Detroit is not good. Yeah, senior de chalk. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Nola. Oh, man. Uh, so I think the only supporting information I would say to try to talk you off of it is he hasn't been good this season and he's expensive. And I, I think that would be the reason to discourage you. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to discourage the listeners from the lock button on Aaron Nola. Like, I don't think you need to be going all in on Aaron Nola, even against Detroit. I, You know, he could end up with 15 fantasy points. Is that enough on the slate? I don't think so. Um, there are going to be some other guys, I think, that are going to put up some nice numbers that are cheaper, which, look, the, the pitching on this state is putrid, dreadful, awful, uh, poop, but – I still think you need some Nola shares, but I'm not going all in at all. It's, I mean, like I said, it's the best spot on the slate and talent wise, he's probably the best pitcher on the slate. So, I mean, you're the underweight becomes a a thing more of, I think with like ownership than anything else. Um, He struggles a little bit in this spot. Maybe he doesn't get, 25 and he gets 20 and maybe you can catch up with some ownership somewhere else but um for me love this spot i think it's a great spot nola um yeah he should he should pitch really well here you would assume this is a this is one of those spots where if you're philly's management you're like yes finally you know finally he gets a spot where he can go out and dominate a game and get some confidence um like aaron nola a lot today suck bats um any interest in the detroit bats here Oh, I'm stacking Detroit today. I can tell you that right now. I don't I, – I, I have to. Like, Nola has been not good. And I know I've talked about this before, but, like, he has, he wasn't good in spring training, Stevie, and he hasn't caught up. And, we're you know, he's at least eight starts in, ten – like, I, I, I'm stacking Detroit today just for that reason. But I, it's not like I'm expecting Detroit – I'm not realistically expecting Detroit to beat him up really bad, but because he hasn't been good, I, I just I'm stacking the Tigers today. Just you know, with some of their bats, I, I don't I don't really care. It's just going to be a couple of those stacks to get a little bit of leverage on them. Good luck with that. I hope it doesn't work out for you. I mean, hey, you know, no, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> listen, Detroit's lineup is um, really bad, really oh, bad. Yeah. Um, even worse now that Riley Green's out. So for me, I just I don't see a way you can stack it because they're just so bad. But I get it why you're doing it. I'm not questioning why you're doing it. I'm just saying for me, I don't think it's going to work out. Um, let's talk Philly bats here. Obviously, 
you know, Romuto, Trey Turner, the righties in this lineup, but I wouldn't sleep on Schwarber. He's been hitting the ball really well here recently. Did um, he call the two home run game? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another good game for him. So uh, let's talk bats here for Philadelphia. What do you like here for the Phillies? Yeah, I like everyone. I'm not afraid to run Schwarber lefty lefty 4600. I think that's a great price for him in this spot against Wentz. Wentz isn't some overpowering pitcher that's going to strike out a bunch of guys. So uh, I think Real Muto probably had a good day. Which the Phillies had a good day overall, but uh, Real Muto, you know, want, want to definitely get involved with him. Stott, I just, I, I think you stack up this whole team, righties and lefties, leave no stone unturned with the Phillies today. Yeah, I mean, Detroit's a middle-of-the-road bullpen. Um, I, I mean, yeah, for me, this is definitely a spot that I'll be loading up on some Philly bats. All right, Kansas City at Miami. Um, no total in this game. It's more of because what Kansas City's doing. It looks like it's going to be an opener situation um, with Hernandez. They did this the other day. Hernandez came out, and he struggled and got absolutely shellacked, and then um, Mayers came in and pitched really well. Um, so I wish they would just start Mayers in this spot. But anyway, Braxton Garrett's pitching from Miami in this game. Will any interest here in Mike Mayers? Um, 76 pitches last time out, 22 fantasy points. Um, any interest here? Man, I, I, I'm considering it, Stevie, just because of the strikeout stuff that we've seen kind of in, in two games and then kind of deletion the St. Louis game. I'm considering it, but he's not at the top of my list. Like generally speaking, I wouldn't play him on this on any slate at 6600 for a guy that's going to be between 70 and 80 pitches. But it might be a necessary evil on this slate. And it's against Miami who's striking out a ton. So I, I think it, it he's under consideration for me. Yeah, I wish he was starting in this game. I would have a lot of interest in him if he was starting in this game. But honestly, at this price point on DraftKings, I think you could still take shots on him at 6,600. If he's going to get yeah. 80 pitches and score 20 fantasy points against Miami. That's what I'm um, saying. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to have interest in him. Jazz is still out. You know, this game's in Miami. So I think Mayers is, is playable today at 6,600. And... Braxton Garrett on the other side of this game, he's shown some really big strikeout upside here recently. Uh, any interest in Garrett going up against Kansas City? Yeah, I, I don't hate Garrett. I think, you know, one of the things that I've kind of seen, Stephen, this isn't anything new in terms of Sandy, but in terms of kind of the Miami pitching staff, they've all mostly pitched better at home, like all of them. Uh, Sandy, Cabrera, um, Lazardo. I wish I would have looked up Garrett before the show to just check that, but this pitching staff seems to do better at home at 8,300 on this slate. Like I, I like Braxton Garrett. He's going in the pool for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's pretty small, but I know that um, he has pitched better on the road, but I mean, okay. his advanced numbers, his advanced numbers are great. A lot of strikeout ability, 12.6 swinging strike rate, 24% K rate. So his swinging strike rate and his whip percentage definitely suggests that like he's going to get, um, some more strikeouts, so that's always a good thing as well. Kansas City, a team they can hit left-handed pitching, but they also strike out quite a bit. So I think this is a great spot to play Garrett. I think both of these pitchers um, are in play. I really, I really wish Hernandez wasn't starting this game. 
But anyway, who knows? I'm not a coach. But I, but I, I will say, I think Mayers came in that last game as well off the, on yeah. the back end. He was a long reliever last time out. Yeah, so, I mean, if he's going to get – if he's still going to get six innings anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm in. All right, let's talk some bats here, Kansas City bats. Um, I mean, Witt, obviously, against left-handed pitching, has been fantastic this season. 320 ISO, 409 Woba. Uh, big fly ball rate as well. He'd be my favorite one-off here. I don't know if I'm stacking Kansas City in this game. Um, we, we have seen at times that Garrett can get hit and get hit hard. I will mention that Freddie Furman, if he catches, he's had some decent numbers this season against left-handed pitching. He's cheap. He's under 3K on drafting. So don't mind that. But Witt would be my favorite one-off here. Yeah, I'm with you. Definitely Witt for me as well. Um I mean, if you if you're going with the little mini stack, I don't hate Sal Perez. Sal is typically going to bet after Wit, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. So uh, that gives him some RBI potential as well. So Sal and and Wit for sure. But I'm with you. I'm, I'm not stacking Kansas City. Yeah, sometimes they hit Vinny in between them. They they like that lefty righty lefty righty type lineup. But either way, uh, the upside's there. Uh, Miami bats here. The problem is just there's not a lot of options on Miami. You know, we love Soler against left-handed pitching. He hasn't been as good against right-handed pitching. I will say Jesus Sanchez being back, he has some big power at 3,200 if you want to take shots on him. He'd probably be my favorite of the the options here. Yeah, I think if you're playing Miami, you definitely just – you know, a one-off scenario, but I'm, I don't really want to stack Miami either. So most of these guys are going to sit on the shelf, which having a Reyes and Guriel does cut, cut their K rate down some. And But but all in all, I, I'm not playing the, the Marlins. All right, Oakland at Pittsburgh. We got Sears and Oviedo facing off against each other, eight and a half total. Pittsburgh, a 190 favorite here. Any interest in J.P. Sears? So he's kind of the guy where I'm like, man, have I kind of hit my pitching threshold with the number of guys that I want to play? Because I'm going to play some Nola. Um, obviously, we're probably going to play some Snell. Going to play some Garrett. Um, like, have I have I hit my threshold? I think the answer is no, just because of how weird this slate is. I think I play some Sears. I don't get to some astronomical amount, but I think in tournaments where he may have some upside against the Pittsburgh offense, I think I play some. Yeah, I mean, he's not my favorite play today. I, I tend to like I tend to like Sears against teams that struggle with left-handed pitching, and honestly. This lineup's really not that bad against left-handed pitching. You yeah, know, right. Castro's been good. McCutcheon's been good. Um, Joe's been good. So I think it's a good enough lineup that Sears doesn't go out and, like, put up a monster game. So I'm probably going to stay away from him today. And then Oviedo on the other side of this game, we love love pitchers against Oakland. It's, like, our favorite thing to do, um, except for Sandy Alcantara. <laughs> Don't know what's going on with that guy right now. Um, even at I mean, home, got the innings, got the strikeouts, just gave up the runs early. It's crazy. Just, I mean, Oviedo is a five x fit guy. He's a guy that has a a pretty decent um, strikeout rate. It's around twenty percent, eleven percent swinging strikes. His biggest issue 
is walks Oakland. I mean, they're a little bit more patient, but they still strike out at such a high clip right now. Uh, the lineup is definitely better than the, what they were earlier this season. Any interest here in Oviedo at 6,900? Yeah, I, I've got interest in Oviedo. Like, we've been attacking Oakland, and I, I'm not going to stop today. On this slate, uh, he's in play, period. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the reasons that I don't like Sears on the other side of this game. I would much rather take shots on Oviedo in this game than I would Sears. I mean, we talked about Pittsburgh, they're a top 15 offense. Um, and like Oakland's a bottom five offense. So I think this is a good spot um, for Oviedo. Oakland bats. If I'm not playing Oviedo, I mean, I'm not locking in on any of these guys. So I'm going to, I'm going to mix and match some value plays here um, against really any of these cheap guys, but Brown at 3,100. I don't hate that. Um, Noda at 2,600. I don't hate that. And Bode at 2,300. So I would just be kind of, targeting cheap Oakland bats um, against Oviedo if I was going to play any of these guys. Yep, same here. Um, You know, this would just kind of – I don't know if I'm going to stack Oakland, but I think I'll take some one-offs. I will say Nick Allen, you know, at at 2K, I think is in play if he's in the lineup. Just a cheap shortstop play uh, that you can get in on the slate. Always a pinch hit risk, though. I I will say that. Um, Gosh, that guy worries me. Anytime – Late in games, or it always seems like important spots he gets pinch hit for. Uh, the Pittsburgh side of this one, I mean, uh, McCutcheon against left-handed pitching, he's been great. He's forty-five hundred this on this slate. Um, Connor Joe has been someone that I've really liked playing against left-handed pitching this season. He's thirty-three hundred, and if you want to go with like a, a three-man, um, Castro has actually been really good, and he's a cheap second baseman play. So. I don't want to fully stack here. Oakland's a terrible bullpen, though. Um, I think this is a spot you could definitely play some of these um, Pittsburgh bats. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. And, I mean, you know, you got Cabrian there at 4,100 as well, not too expensive. Um, he's been hitting the ball pretty well here recently, especially in that St. Louis series. So I don't mind playing him against series as well. Houston at Toronto, 10 total in this game. Blue Jays a 130 favorite. Belak against Alec Manoa. Any interest here in Brandon Belak? No. Yeah, I mean, he's actually – he's had some good starts here recently. It's just a really tough matchup going up against Toronto. Uh, with the yeah. matchup – like, with the matchup, I just don't see the reason here. Um, there's pitchers in this range that are in a better spot. So, his two yeah, games I mean, that he pitched well were Minnesota and Oakland. Um, and that's so, what I was going to say. The games he had was Oakland, Milwaukee, Minnesota. Like, we expected him to pitch well in those yeah. games. All right, Alec Manoa on the other side of this game. Oh, God. He's been pitching like Manoa. Um, (laughs) 6.6 XPIP here, 17.5% Ks, 15% walks. He has been struggling, facing a good offense here in Houston. I don't want to play Manoa here. Why is Manoa 7,400? He should be in the 6K range at this point. Seriously, with the other bottom feeders, I'm not playing Alec Manoa. In fact, I hope he comes out at five strikeouts so I can just hammer the under yet again. <laughs> yeah. Um, bats in this one, I love Houston. I think Houston's a great stack today. Altuve yeah. dealing with a little bit of an oblique injury. He didn't play on Sunday. Hopefully he's back in the lineup. But Houston's up towards the top of my list on this slate. Yeah, Alvarez coming around. Tucker coming around. 
And I hate my boy uh, Bradley just had that setback. And uh, but he he was hitting off the tee uh, earlier this week, so if we can get my boy MB back in the lineup, man, this is going to turn things around for this team. Um, once again, I, I think Houston is a stack here. I think Dubois been leading off as well at thirty four hundred, which is a really good price uh, for a leadoff guy. And uh, if this offense begins to take off, that's going to be he's going to be a great value. Toronto bats. Um, I mean, it's not like like the matchups that Bulex pitched well. It was, it was tough matchups. Toronto's a tough team. This guy has a 380 Woba and a 275 ISO against right-handed pitching or hitting. Sorry, 51% hard hits. Pachette, yeah. Springer, Vlad, Chapman. Like you don't want to be a reverse splits pitcher against Toronto. Yeah, and I mean Vlad. Vlad is probably my favorite play on the day today. To be honest with you, I mean, I'm saying in terms of the big names, you know, low K rates, making good contact. This feels like a home run spot for Vlad today to me. Um, I'm hoping the ownership doesn't get too high, but, you know, I don't I don't usually, you know, call Vlad for home runs like every day. But this 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 is probably going to be a home run spot for him. I, I love him today. Yeah, I like this spot for him. I like this spot for this offense. And, I mean, there's a reason this game has a high total. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. Um, so, yeah, I think this is a great spot to a great spot to take and play some of these Toronto bats. Yeah, for sure. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium, premium Polaroid sunglasses, shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays has offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code ROTOGRINDERS for 50% off two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, up next, we have Milwaukee at Cincinnati. Great American small park with Julio Tehran pitching in it against Abbott. 10 total, not high enough. Pick him game. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Um, Julio Tehran, another really solid outing against Toronto. Um, good for him. I'm glad that he might keep the ownership down a little bit on Cincinnati today, but listen, will prove me right again. Uh, prove me wrong again. Um, I'm stacking against him. No chance I'm playing him today. Yeah. And by good out of me, we mean six innings and no K's. Yeah. Uh, I, Did you, yeah. I, I'm not yeah. playing Julio. <laughs> I'm not playing Julio today. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And someone that stacked against him so much in that game, I, I couldn't. Yeah, it was just on this side. 
That's all. That's all we can say. I mean, something was on his side. <laughs> his BABIP was like 180 something, if I remember correctly. When I was looking at it, he had like a almost a seven x FIP in that game. Um, if I remember, I remember looking yeah, at it after was, the game. I'm telling you, I, I, that's why I'm talking about it now. Like I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was. It was something. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other side of this game, Andrew Abbott, 4K lefty, um, getting called up to pitch this game. Any interest here in the young pitcher making his debut? I will say, if I if if I figured he was going to go five innings, I would consider. We have seen Milwaukee struggle against lefties. Obviously, I know Yelich is getting better, and you know this lineup is progressing, but. They've still struggled. I, I think I'm going to let Abbott sit, sit on the shelf because he's I, I, he's almost unnecessary today, if that makes any sense, because there's really not a whole lot of upper-end pitching to play pay for. So I don't think he's completely necessary, which is why he'll sit on the shelf. But if if I knew where his pitch count was going to end up and different slate for a different day, I'd probably consider him against Milwaukee. You don't get, I mean, as a lefty, young lefty pitcher, you don't get many better matchups than this right here. Um, yeah. Milwaukee, they have the highest strikeout rate in baseball this season against left-handed pitching, 29.3%. They have the second lowest WRC+. plus. The ballpark scares me. This dude is a top 100 prospect. He has a big curveball, 35% Ks this season in 38 innings. He started seven games so far in AAA, 14.5% swing and strike rate. Big strikeout stuff last season in double A and single A. Um, I mean, I, I think you could do worse. I, I think you could do worse. I think if you want to target some strikeouts, know that he probably gives up a run or two. And yeah. I think he does go 80 plus pitches for what it's worth. Um, he is I a mean, guy that's been starting in triple A. I'm not too concerned about where he's at pitch count wise. I mean, if so, here's the deal. I, you know what? If if you play if you're playing Abbott today, which uh, Stevie, I think you just sold me uh, all the way. I think I play Abbott, and I think I plug in Vlad, and I just start loading up on all the good bats. Like I may not even like run a stat. I'll just say, okay, I want Vlad. I want uh, let's see who else do I want. I want Harper. I want everybody I think is going to hit a home run today, and I pile them in. Yep, I, I think that's how I do it. Yeah, I mean, his advanced stats in AAA this season have been great. He has a home run problem. That is not good when you're pitching in this ballpark. Um, but he has a big strikeout, up, like big strikeout upside. So he's one that I'll definitely be looking at his K prop too. I just checked and it wasn't Man, up if yet. They, if they give it to us, it's going to be low. It's, Man, it's probably going to be three and a half or four be, and a half. Oh. Three and a half or four and a half. And oh, Stevie. I I might get in trouble tomorrow, but that's okay. This might be glorious. Yeah, three and a half. Oh, Butler missed a step back three. Denver with the ball with 10 seconds to go down by three. Sorry, I'm super distracted by this basketball game. But I think Abbott has big upside. Ooh. Jamal Murray misses the three. Game over. Miami 1-1. Stevie, you got me really... I didn't, you know, entering this slate, I did not expect to be getting excited about Mr. Abbott. But see, you, you got me really excited about this DFS pick 'em all fronts. You guys might hear this one on, on Take Your Pick 'em in the morning. I, I, this has got me excited. Yeah. I mean, again, like he grades out with an above average curveball and fastball. He just, he needs that third pitch and he needs better command. Um, 
but his command has been better this season, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, bats. I mean, Contreras for sure. I have interest in Contreras. Um, this is this is one of the reasons that I don't mind Abbott. It's just it's really hard to find this like find this like stack or plays that you want to play. I think um, a guy like Owen Miller is interesting at thirty eight hundred. Anderson's interesting at 3,400. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind taking a couple of little one-offs or mini stacks against this team. It, like you said, it's it's in the uh, Great American Small Park. Runs will be scored, Stevie. So just you know, in fact, maybe I just take a little stat. Guy in his first MLB start doesn't mean he's not going to be a good pitcher, but maybe he's a little nervous. You know, gets touched up a little bit. So I think I stacked Milwaukee for that reason. Yeah, I mean, it, it's always interesting when you look at a stack against a young pitcher. So I don't mind a Milwaukee stack. Cincinnati is where I have a ton of interest in this game. Full on stack here for me. Uh, Julio Tehran is a guy that I want to pick on. His advanced numbers look terrible he has no strikeout stuff he's getting extremely lucky that luck is going to run out you cannot continue to have 50 percent fly balls and not have a bad game um i love 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 this spot today for cincinnati yeah cincinnati man i'm 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 all about it um you know senzel has been fine mclean has been in fuego recently um, hitting the ball really well, I, I, freely. I'm just, I'm gonna play this whole team. See, like this, this is a this is a stack spot if I've never seen one against Mr. Tehran, who historically historically has had troubles with lefties and keeping the ball in the park. Man, this, this would have been a good day for Joey Votto to be completely healthy and in the minor. <laughs> a home run would have commenced. Oh well, choke up ground ball with two strikes would have happened probably. <laughs> <laughs> old listeners will get that old listeners will get that st louis against texas nine and a half total perez against wainwright texas a 125 favorite here um any interest in adam wainwright no yeah watch out for the texas rangers they are one of the best teams in baseball i've been saying this for the last month watch out second highest wrc plus in baseball against Ryan pitching this season no interest for me um Martin Perez on the other side of this game, he can have good games from time to time. I don't think this is one of them. Uh, another yeah. guy that I don't want to do. Yeah, not taking him against St. Louis. This is battle of the old guys. I mean, they're going to be out there on the mound with walkers and crutches. You know, <laughs> St. Louis is eventually going to have to break out of their funk, right? Yeah, they're going to. They're going to have to. I mean, speaking of old guys, Rich Hill just threw a gem against them on Sunday. So, God, r- listen. So Rich Hill is the guy that's punished me the most this season. I I target Rich Hill. He does he like he's Randy Johnson. I said, no, I'm not gonna target Rich Hill today, Stevie. He gets destroyed. It's like, come on, man. Stop taunting me here. Either way, I'm not playing Perez or Wayne Wright on this slate. Um bats, St. Louis bats. Goldschmidt, Arnado, I think they're two of the better hitters on the slate. Um, Yepis is back. DeJong has been good against lefties this season. Edmonds has been good. 
Gorman's been good lefty lefty. I mean, yeah, uh, listen, they have been struggling They're Like if you believe in like struggling, then I get it while you don't want to take shots on the St. Louis Cardinals here, but this is a spot where I'm, I'm just going to play the talent. Yep. Same here, Stevie. Uh, I'm stacking this team. One of the things that I, I always, you know, or something basic that I like to share is just like a team is cold, you know, I'm doing the air quotes here, cold. You also don't know when they're gonna when when they're gonna step out of that funk, and so you kind of just have to keep playing them. Um, it reminds me of several years ago when John Carlos Stanton was bad for a really bad stretch, and I mean his price just started plummeting five k, four k, three k on DK, and he was just so bad, but he was so cheap you had to keep playing. He eventually hit a home run, and then he hit two, and all of a sudden. Balls flying around in Miami. Same thing happened with Jose Ramirez a couple, I think, two or three years ago. And so the the moral of the story is just you have to keep playing the Cardinals. It's going to turn around. Texas bats. I mean, I love Texas here, man. Um, This offense has just been rolling. And honestly, Adam Wainwright, good pitcher back in the day, but 6 xfip, 13% Ks. Can't get left-handed hitters out right now. Like, Another stack that I really like. I think this is one of those slates where you can really narrow down the good stacks, narrow down the pitching, and just hope yeah. that you're on it. Yeah, man. I, I, I think um, I, I think Wayne Wright is on the retirement home tour, and um, it's showing almost in every start. Strikeouts down. I mean, giving up. Gosh, Stevie, six to eight hits a game. It's just he's older, and and, and guess what? He's earned the right to be able to go out there and pitch and get shelled every game. He's, you know, given a ton of time to that organization. Is going to retire at the end of the season. And thank you, St. Louis, for letting him pitch because Texas gets to hang a number on him today. And I am fully invested in the Texas Rangers. Nate Lowe, Simeon, Jung, Seeger. And guess what, Stevie? I'm going to get to stack this team because you sold me so well on Abbott that I, I, I'm going to have plenty of money to get all the good Texas bats and all the bad Texas bats against the bad this season, Wayne Wright. Lovely day. It's going to be glorious. Question in chat. Um, what's up, YouTube? Hope you're having a fantastic one. Um, Texas has a decent pen, don't they? <laughs> Texas had a decent bullpen to start the season. They are now a bottom 10 bullpen where everyone kind of projected them to be at. Uh, they've really been struggling lately. So there you go. All right. We finish it out. Cubs and Padres to finish it out today. Eight total in this game. The Padres are 160 favorite. Hendricks and Snell facing off against each other here today. Um, any interest in Hendricks at 6,300 going up against San Diego? Yeah, I don't want to do it, Stevie. I mean, Hendricks, man, he's another guy that's – needs to be headed to the retirement home. Um, so, yeah, no Hendricks for me today. Yeah, at one point he was so good at generating ground balls and just not getting blown up. Um, he's only pitched two starts this season, hasn't thrown more than 86 pitches in a start. 5.75 xFIP, 18% Ks, 11% walks. Um, he's done a great job limiting power. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is a – I think overall this is a spot you don't – I don't think that matters too much. Uh, if he's struggling with command against the Padres team, they can walk, they can get guys on base, and they can beat you in so many different ways. Uh, Blake Snell on the other side of this game, 9,700. 
Um, we just watched the Cubbies tee off on Weathers on Sunday. Snell has decent strikeout stuff, but Will, I mean, really, like, there's no reason for Blake Snell outside of his name to be 9,700 today. No. K-rate has come down massively this season. Walk rate still up. Um, I think I play Blake Snell because I can, but I'm I'm not like – it's the same thing with Nola. I'm not loading up. Uh, I, I'm probably – Stevie – the way this slate is looking right now, my highest on pitcher might be Abbott. And that's that's really scary. But I think I'm really going to lean on these offenses today and just let them do their thing. And, and hopefully I, I get it right. But that's that's where I am. I will be playing Snell because he's going to have some strikeouts against the Cubs. What we have to hope, Steve, is that he doesn't get blown up in the process. Because he could very easily have seven strikeouts and give up five runs. So – if if he can keep the runs to a minimum, maybe two, three at the most, and, and get to seven strikeouts, uh, he should be okay for us. I don't have a lot of interest in Snell um, just because I think he's going to get some ownership today, and a chalky Blake Snell is never someone I want to play. For some reason that you know he comes in at low ownership, maybe I'll take some shots on him. Robbie but it's Ray more syndrome. of – what's that? You got the Robbie Ray syndrome. Yeah, Patrick Corbin, too. He's always been that guy, too. Yeah. As far as the Cubs bats go, Wisdom, Gomes, Swanson, um, Horner, Morrell, all these guys have been good against left-handed pitching this season. Suzuki. So no no issues taking some shots here on the Cubbies bats. Yeah, I I don't mind one off of the Cubs for sure. Like, they've got enough power. Um, and enough good hitters in this lineup to, to send, send a couple across the fence. And uh, we do know that Snell, Stevie, will walk one to two guys. And sometimes he'll walk two back-to-back or two in the same sequence in the same inning, and uh, that, that will lead to some runs. So uh, I don't mind some, some little mini stacks of the Cubs. Padres bats um again like uh, Hendricks just not as good as he once was Bogarts is banged up right now we'll have to keep an eye on that uh dealing with a wrist injury but Tatis Soto Cronenworth Machado Gresham Carpenter I don't mind bats in this game they're not my favorite stack but I don't mind bats in this game yeah I will be leaning on the lefties I know um prior to this season like he had really began struggling with lefties. And so I, I want to make sure I lean into that early uh, and attack him with, with those guys. So, you know, Cronenworth, um, Soto, of course, Grisham, like especially Grisham's in line, which he should be. Uh, I, I, I like this team to, to score a few on, uh, on, on Hendricks. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Uh, I'm actually going to go with Oviedo. I, I think this is a good spot for him against Oakland. Um, as long as he doesn't walk too many guys, I think he'll hit six right on the number. I'm going to give this guy a nickname right now, the Red Rocket. Um, Andrew Abbott making his debut. Um, we're going to call him the Red Rocket. I don't know if he has a nickname or not, but he's wearing a Reds uniform. I think he's got a rocket. <laughs> Let's hope it works out. Um, Andrew Abbott is my guy yeah. for strikeouts today. Hopefully he's not the red rocking chair. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> he's 24. I mean, I need a rocking chair. I'm getting old. Look at all this gray hair. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? 
Gosh, dude, this is the layup of the century. Don't make us hate you, Julio Terra. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> layup yeah. here. Um, I'm going to go Blake Snow. Fair. I'm going to go Blake Snow. Over 4K to hit a home run today. Who's going yard? I kind of already talked about this. Everybody probably already knows, but I'm going, I'll just re- restate it for everyone. I like Vlad today. This this is a home run day for Vlad. I like it. Um, I like it. Yeah, I have no issues with that whatsoever. I'm going to go Corey Seager. Coming back, he's looked great at the plate. Um, I mean, just absolute crushing the baseball right now in that Seattle series. So give me Corey Seager. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bet that you like today? I'm pretty sure this guy's going to be in the lineup. Like him a ton. Uh, give me Trent Grisham, 2,700. I like it. I'm going to go Connor Joe at 3,300. I've played him a bunch this season against left-handed pitching. like this spot for him today. Give me a stack to score six or more runs. Uh, I think I got to go Texas, man. It's just, gosh. The, oof. I'm going with the Rangers. All right, well, you took mine. Um, I like that call, but listen, dude. Cincinnati, Julio Tehran, Great American Small Park, Reds. Let's get the job done today. Let's get the job done. Let's remember Julio Tehran is Julio Tehran. Let's get the job done. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative, my brother. It has been a pleasure. This is a good show, and I uh, had a ton of fun. Yeah, man, ton of fun. Check out Will Monday through Friday, doing it over there on Grinders Live at 10.30. Good old-fashioned Pick'em show if you enjoy Fantasy Pick'em. Um, absolutely crushing it. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you check it out. Remember, code RotoGrinders at Shady Rays. Get that 50% off. Appreciate everyone for hanging out. If you haven't already, subscribe and turn on notifications for the RotoGrinders Morning Grind YouTube page. We're going to have a week. We're going to have a week. Have a great Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then.